close me up on what ground? I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. Calm down, Greg, it's soccer. It's soccer. You're winning, sir. Oh, thank you very much. Everybody out at once. Welcome back to Plus Money, presented by the Ghost Goal Podcast, your weekly home for all the best soccer bets out there. I'm Andrew Pissarro, and every week I'll be giving out some of my favorite picks from across the Premier League and the world of soccer. Throughout the rest of the season, I'll be joined by some of the best people from soccer Twitter as we continue on this endless hunt for winners. We'll always give you some of the best plays from the biggest game in the Premier League with our game of the week. That's Manchester United versus Liverpool this week. But after that, we're likely to roam just about anywhere. Joining me today, an ambassador for Manchester United Chicago. You can catch him over on Twitter at Sports. That's T-D-U-N-N-E Sports. Mr. Tyler Dunn, how are you doing today, buddy? I'm doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. It's Friday. Orlando. You know, you're feeling dangerous, especially here in Florida. You never know what's going to happen. I'm ready to get to it. Maybe, you know, United won yesterday. Liverpool on Sunday. You know, this is a good week to be a Manchester United fan. It's always one of my favorite weeks, too. I will say this. The Manchester United-Liverpool games, for me, have always been not something I look forward to because we haven't had like a crazy Liverpool-Manchester United game, kind of like that that 4-3 Liverpool-Manchester City game in quite a while. Like, if to, if Sunday was to turn into something like that, that would get me really excited. But a lot of these games turn to be uh, tend to be a bit of a cagey affair. I kind of expect that on Sunday, but I don't want to rush to judgment. We're going to get to that game third, as we do on this podcast every week. But I'm going to start. One of my picks yep. is from Saturday, 10 o'clock. I'm going to take Leeds plus 250 over Brighton. I love the form that Leeds are on. They've, they've taken points off of Liverpool and Manchester United in the last few weeks. I know Brighton are kind of fighting to stay up and Leeds are comfortably safe. But I think that they go to Brighton, get the points. And uh, I, I saw Leeds plus 250 and I couldn't say no to that. So that's my first pick for the weekend. How about you, sir? You know what? Like I mentioned, I'm feeling dangerous. And I feel like the underdog, the ultimate underdog, the team that's already been relegated this season, Sheffield United. If you can get them at the right price, I'm seeing plus 1050 taken. I feel like this first team, I think the season's over. I don't think they have anything to play for. They lost their cup final to City last weekend. You know what? If you're feeling a little dangerous, you like a little underdog, you're at the ponies, and you like that 40-1 to 1 underdog, this is kind of like that 40-1 to 1 underdog. David McGoldry, I always feel like in these big games, he shows up. You know what? At plus 1050, how do you not throw a tenner on that? That's a nice return right there. I, I don't know how you don't. And I, I'll say this. I gave this on my picks video on Twitter, at Andrew Pissarro. Um, I like the over in that game because that's hit. I think two out of the last three times over three and a half goals has hit. I kind of like, you're right. Spurs have nothing to play for. There's one player in Spurs who has anything to play for. That's Harry Kane play for that move to get out of Tottenham and to try to get another golden boot. I think the man goes off. So I like the over three and a half as well. That's not an official pick for this podcast, but it is on my videos. I already gave it out. I'm going to go to Sunday morning. Give me Arsenal and Newcastle. I'm sticking with the draws right now. Or Well, yes, we'll get to draws, but I like the draw here. Newcastle took one off of Liverpool in the dying moments. They were definitely in that game in the second half. Arsenal uh, outplayed in the Unai Emery Revenge Bowl in Europa League this week. And I kind of feel like, you know, here's the thing. If they want to make Champions League, their only hope is Europa League. So are they even going to bother trying to show up in this game? I feel like they'll do enough, but Newcastle will do just enough. So I like that draw at plus 260. I like it. So here's here's where we're going to transition over to Carlo Ancelotti and Everton. Mm. I like Carlos' side. I really do. I like the pieces. You know what I mean? You look at the team, you're like, I kind of like that. I kind of like that. And you put it together and you're like, eh, maybe it's not that good. I had a guy I worked with 
is this old Belgium dude. And he came into my place of business and my little cubicle, my little workspace. And he says to me, Tyler, this is when they had that hard, hot start and Thomas had just won like player of the month or he was scoring all those goals, right? He's like, they're going to win the Premier League. And I said, hey, when they got to play three matches in a week and Thomas can't play those matches, they're going to start dropping like a shit ton of brakes, right? And that's what they did. And for the United fan, Liverpool fan, I think we can both agree, you know, Everton's kind of like, eh, kind of end us, you know. My reasons, you know, David Boyes, your reason, a little bit different, a little mm-hmm. rivalry, Merseyside, you know, a little different. Not a big fan of Everton. Never happened. Unless it's Phil Neville throwing the ball in his own net. <laughs> then again, but a whole different story. So I'm going to go with Villa. I like I like that Villa side. I think they're plucky. They're plus, I think you can get them for 250 at the right price to win outright. So I'm going to go Villa plus 250. You know, they're kind of catching that form at the right time. And, you know, they may not have that much to play for, you know, quote unquote, you know, getting Champions League. But I think they could be a Europa League team, Villa Park in the Europa League, Europe next season with fans. I like to see Jackie Grealish, if he stays, playing in Europe next season with Villa. I like that pick. I, anytime you pick against uh, uh, a team like Everton, you're going to you're gonna have my attention. So uh, that brings us to Sunday, 1130, Liverpool-Manchester United. Look, these two teams, uh, there's no love lost here. This should be – this. here's the thing. Liverpool need points, although I think they're officially out of Champions League, unfortunately, with these last couple – the last two weeks of – Agony, uh, especially last week. If if you want to see my full meltdown on Twitter at Andrew Pissarro uh, at seven thirty in the morning last Sunday or last Saturday, but that that being said, look, um, uh, this game is going to be defined by one thing that Jurgen Klopp does in the lineup for me, and if he doesn't play Fabinho in midfield, Liverpool won't get a single thing out of this game. Uh, he has to like I I know that our boy Nat Phillips is is not a uh, defensive wizard in any sense. But I will feel so much more confident about this team's ability to, to somewhat, you know, uh, try to put some level of authority into this game if Fabinho's in midfield. But the reality is Liverpool won't win this game because they can't finish clinically. And that's what Manchester United did in the middle of the week. I think, uh, you know, I'm going to take the draw at plus 250 because I feel like somehow, some way we make this uh, a, a cagey affair that doesn't open up. But if I was not me, if I was literally anyone but me, I would just be taking Manchester United on the money line because they're they're plus money. But I, because of who I am as a fan, cannot do that. And uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hedge and just take the draw at plus 250. But with the way United played in Europe, they look like poised to win the Europa League and they look poised to finish second in the league as well. Um, I, I, think, I think a Manchester United win is very on the cards. I will say... Look at the odds for both teams to score because I do think Liverpool will get on the score sheet at some capacity. A score draw is probably very high odds. I think I saw it at plus 360 earlier in the week. So uh, take a look at that. But that's my two cents. How about yourself? So we both know, you know, we talked about it at the beginning. You know, there has been that classic 4-3 United versus Liverpool game. We were treated to a nice classic in the FA Cup earlier in the season. Bruno with the winner from the free kick. Thank you very mm-hmm. much off the post. Uh, Shep kiss. But saying that, those games have been few and far between where it's the two heavyweights slugging it out. You know, it isn't a Gotti versus Ward kind of matchup. As you mentioned, it's been kind of cagey. And when each team has been in their down periods, for example, like Liverpool, when United have been dominating the Premier League, Liverpool tend to get the results. And then since this... Uh, Poster Alex Ferguson era, we've been the down team, but somehow we've managed to get result after result against better Liverpool teams. And you mentioned the draw. 
you know, I wouldn't be shocked at the draw. You know, I'm seeing the odds. You know, United got a better odds plus 180 to win compared to Liverpool away. So I would look at the scoring draw too. I'd look at parlaying that over two and a half goals as well. You know, I'm feeling more than two and a half goals. I feel like three or four is very possible. So, and if I were, if I'm a United fan, then you can agree with me. Look at that penalty to be scored plus 400. Cause if United get one, Bruno tends to score. He's only missed one since he's joined the club and he scored like a gazillion of them. Make your jokes there. Insert joke there. But if United get a penalty, that plus 400, throw a five or throw a tenner, whatever your unit is, put it on it. And also, I like an own goal. I don't know why. We haven't had one in a long time. You know, cousin Richard Dunn, former of Manchester City and Aston Villa, plus 700 <laughs> on the own goal. Look at it, feel it, love it. A little animosity. I, feel, I just feel, you know, Nat Phillips, as you mentioned, not a defensive wizard, maybe. Could be, uh, you know, Cavani kicks one right off the old noggin and it goes in. Yeah. Hey, that's Maybe. possible. That's possible. I, I could see. I could see him sticking one of those long legs out too, and uh, or, deflecting it just enough that Allison mm-hmm. can't get to it. So mm-hmm. uh, it's 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 quite the possibility. I mean, you never know. Like we could we could we could see a Harry Maguire, uh, you know, deflection Ongo. off of a, of a of a Trent Alexander Arnold cross. It could happen. It could it, it could happen. So I, I see what you're saying. I, you know, and I like the idea. This is just me. I always like the idea of like, especially in these derby games. Go and look for something that's a little out of the ordinary because I feel like people are like, oh, Bruno Fernandez to score an assist. And yeah, that's plus, you know, 1100. Most solid plus, you know, goal and assist plus 1400. Yeah, like those are like the, the bets you want to look at. I feel like this is like the Super Bowl for those of you that might be dabbling into this for the first time. Go and look for your, go and look for those unique prop bets because those are the ones that kind of hit, kind of like, oh, what color is the Gatorade? And I don't yeah. know, no one really knows, but you can't go wrong with betting purple or betting orange you know you get good odds you might as well throw a fiver on there or a tenner especially if you're betting teams to win go for a par like go and hit something big it's god dang Absol- little pool versus man united what are we doing break out the bank account it's payday on friday <laughs> hell yeah i got paid today so Me too. Uh, my, my last pick i'm actually going to dive into the mls and this is a prop that i've been looking at quite a bit lately and um I've been trying to find an MLS prop because I don't watch enough of MLS. I'll, I'll throw on, a, you know, one of the bigger games of the weekend every week, but you know, Liverpool through and through and then the rest of the Premier League games for, for podcast coverage. But I, for the summer, I'm trying to get into some betting, some more MLS. I'm going to be rocking with these LA galaxy overs as long as humanly possible. They've hit the last two weeks. Uh, they've had crazy games between Miami and New York Red Bulls. They're playing the Seattle Sounders this week. They're massive underdogs yep. in this game, but the over three and a half goals is at plus one twenty eight, and I'm all over it. I got a couple units on that myself, so that's my my little dive into MLS for this week. But uh, you know, feel free if you've got anything else, go wherever you'd like. We've had people go uh, to to sunny Spain, to Italy, to the Bundesliga. So if you've got anything else, let it all out for the people here. You know what? I'm going to touch on what you said. You know, you're going to go on with the LA Galaxy. You know, Chicharito. You know, he's had these years where he's good one year, he kind of falls off the next season. Is this the year where the little P, he's kind of got those hunter's instincts back? I mean, a lot of these goals are the, you know, the Chicharito of old, poacher goals. So if you're looking at MLS bets, go for the long haul. Maybe look at Chicharito to win the golden boot. Because if he keeps on bagging, you know, dubs like this, braces, hat tricks, you know what, you, you probably can get some good, good plus odds. You know, in the LA Galaxy, they love to be the villains of the league, right? You know, they're like the Darth Vader of MLS. They love to be hated, but a lot of people love them. 
So I would be looking at that. Look at Chicharito to score. I don't know what the bets is. I didn't look at MLS, but I just want to add it on there. Look at Chicharito to score. I got that and, odd for you. It's plus 130 him to score anytime against the Sounders. There you go. Plus 130. You, you know, at, in the form he's doing and the kind of goals that he's scoring, I mean, those are just natural poacher goals. And everybody knows when a striker's in form, any little bounce, any little hop, any little deflection, it tends to go their way. And Chicharito's in one of those kind of poacher modes, that ultimate poacher mode. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I would be plus 130. Yeah, parlay it with the Galaxy to either win or to draw. And then you put, you boost up your odds a little bit and you get a nice little payday. All right. So before I let you go, my man, uh, what are the uh, what what are the chances you think? You know, we had the Champions League first legs. Uh, we saw Chelsea get a win over Real Madrid. We saw or get a result against Real Madrid. We saw uh, Manchester City get a huge result against PSG. Uh, Arsenal crumble in Europa League as per usual, and Manchester United doing very well in their leg against Roma. What do you think the odds are that we have an all English Super Cup come the fall? Which means uh, obviously, all, yeah, either United. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with. Hope not. Um, yeah, me too. Me. I don't know about I, I don't know about you, but I can't stand the like the seven Manchester City fans that are in my life, and then the three hundred bandwagon fans that they are. Mm. Uh, you know, when I was growing up as a United fan, there was you know Liverpool fans. I had more Liverpool fan and Arsenal fan friends, and I would rather Arsenal win a Champions League or an Europa League than have Manchester City or Chelsea win another one. You know, because Chelsea fans can be a little unbearable. No offense to if you're a Chelsea fan out there, they can be a little. No offense. Yeah, no offense to our Chelsea friends and, you know, enemies out there. You know, they, I'm not too fond of them either. They don't like me and I don't like them. That's a rivalry. That's a rivalry that will live for the test of times. 2011, suck it, bitches. Uh, 2008, <laughs> suck it again. But uh, I, I would expect that, you know, Benzema, you know, the man's. You know, the man can still get it done. Madrid Cross. I'm hoping Real Madrid pull it out against Chelsea. And for God's sakes, PSG, you goddamn snowflakes of a football team to get triggered so often. Just get the goddamn job done. Seriously. And don't pretend you weren't a part of the Super League because you would have been a part of the Super League had Florentino Perez actually presented it correctly. So don't stand on your moral high ground because you would have been in it too. So snap, 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 snap. Uh, hopefully it's United versus PSG and we can beat them again. I like beating PSG. I like making their fans cry. They get really sensitive. So hopefully Manchester United versus PSG Super Cup United win again because we like to beat them. So I'm uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I can see that happen. I can see that happen. Yeah. I want PSG to win the Champions League because I don't know any Paris Saint-Germain fans like personally. Oh, so like, say, oh let me let me send you. I, I'll send you a few. Well, I got I mean, on my Twitter. There, there you go. Send my way because as of right now, if if uh, you know if PSG were to win the Champions League, it's like nothing happened. Like it's like the whole year didn't happen. And that's the way I look at it. So that's what I'm rooting for. But thank you so much, man, for for jumping for for jumping on the podcast with me today. Um, go catch him on Twitter at T Dunn Sports. That's T D U N N E Sports. Uh, you can catch all of his Manchester United takes and plenty more over there. Uh, and let's go get some wins, everybody. Show me the money!